Now breathe in and out. One, two, three, breathe, breathe, breathe. Welcome to another episode of Stoned and Social. I am Natalie, and as you guys know, we're wrapping up season four. If you are new here, what the hell took you so long to get here? We get stoned, and then we get social. And this week, I am so happy to fucking have someone I've been dying to talk to. I've got Shane Shizat Dariza. Reed, what's up, boy? What up? I'm so excited to talk to you. Same here. So, Shane, for people who are not in the know, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what you like to do, because I know what you like to do. Well, I'm from Tennessee, and I like to whoop ass and look good doing it. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly it. If you don't know, if you are if you are in a cave or under a rock, Shane is one of the most talked about fighters from Barstool's Rough and Rowdy. Shane, how did you, how did you even decide you were going to do that? Well, uh, I went up to West Virginia to go chill with my cousins and some of my buddies up there just to, just to go up there and chill. And um, there's this little diner that I was going to eating at in the morning times, like getting some chili and stuff. And, uh, I seen a flyer for Rough and Rowdy, and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> my buddies, I asked them about it. They're like, oh, yeah, they do that all the time up here. And I was like, that's cool, dude. I was like, hell, I ain't boxing a while. I was like, hell, I might enter it. And uh, so I ended up sending them a promo video and all that. And they got back to me, and I had my first fight, and I knocked uh, a boy out in like 12 seconds. And that was like my very first fight. And then from that from that point on, uh, I was kind of like, well, maybe I should stick with this. It's kind of fun. The rest is is history, as they say. So you know I have to ask, are you a stoner? Today I am stoned on these ultra potent gummies. They're heavy hitters. They're 20 milligrams. I've, I'm, I've got the pink grapefruit one. Are you a stoner? A hundred percent, yeah. Yes, that's what we love to hear. What are you smoking today? Uh, this is just some. This is some stuff from DC, like uh, just from a dispensary. It's I didn't get it. My buddy got it, but it's some really good bud though. Yeah, really friends good. with weed are are the best friends ever. Now. I want to know, I'm going to get into, don't worry, I'm going to get into your fights because I'm super impressed with your fights. Like, I'm, I'm a huge fan. But how did you come, Whatever. <laughs> how did you come up with your name, Shizat the Rizat? <laughs> well, all right, so uh, where, where I went to school at was, like, 100 kids, right? And, mm. uh, like, and it was, like, kindergarten through eighth grade. It's Coca Creek Elementary School. Shout out to Coca Creek the Mountain. I love y'all. <laughs> but so it was like a hundred kids and uh like I just uh, I watched Malibu's Most Wanted and like <laughs> I wanted to be like a rapper I guess and, uh. and uh 
used to listen to Three Six Mafia a lot too. Juicy J, that's my guy. Oh, but yeah. anyways, so I started a rap group, and so it like at lunch at lunchtime, you would like freestyle battle somebody. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. like whoever had the like whoever had the, and this is like fifth grade. Okay, this is like fifth grade. <laughs> so whoever. Like, had the biggest beef at lunch. Like, you're going to call them out for recess, and now you're going to have time to write down some raps. That way, you know what I mean? Like, at first yeah. it's freestyle. Now you're going to take time mm-hmm. to destroy this kid, you know, <laughs> on some just some straight fire. Yeah. So, so then at, lo- at recess, you people pick who they want to battle, and they battle, and I just gave myself the name shit that there is it. And I actually still have a paper from – uh, one of my raps, front and back, that I wrote down. I have it. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I always kept that. That's dope. That's dope. I like that. So even even back in fifth grade, you were you were schooling people. You were you were laying it down. Oh yeah. Always. <laughs> of I go. The blessing and the curse. I know. Trust me, I have a I have a mouth on me as well. Now, if many people like me were first introduced to you through Barstool Sports Rough and Rowdy. Can you explain what R&R is for the uninitiated people who don't know? So it's like, um, it's just like people off the street boxing. Like, you know, some people are trained. Like, it ain't no professional. Like, anybody with a professional record is not allowed to fight in it. Mm -hmm. But So it's amateur, but it's through Barstool Sports, so the platform is pretty damn big. I mean... Like, I've had, I've talked to UFC fighters, I've talked, like, there have been, like, NFL players coming on my stuff, like, Ariana Grande was looking at, watching this last one, like, uh, nice. Jake Paul was, like, watch or Logan Paul, his brother, was, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just people off the street, it's literally, like, if you and your buddies were, like, it's what I used to do growing up, like, this has literally been, like, a dream of mine, man, like, it's, you, you and your buddies were, like, hey, let's go out here and box in the backyard. And it's, that's basically what Rough and Rowdy is. You never know what you're going to get with it, you know? like No, you never, you honestly never do. And I'm one, I'm maybe I'm a weird girl, I don't know. I love seeing people beat the shit out of each other. So I watch MMA, I watch UFC, I watch boxing. The more blood, the more, the more like raw a fight is, like the yeah, more hype I'm getting. It's the purest thing in the world, you know? Like, I, yeah, that's what I mean. We've been fighting like this since fucking Roman times, so. Yeah, that's exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's what's cool about it, you know? That's one thing that everybody has in them is, like, fighting, you know? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, everyone, I mean, you might not be fucking good at it, but when you're in a situation where you feel like you got to fight, it's just, you don't you don't know what you're capable of, and that's yeah. that's what I love, like, I think Rough and Rowdy describes himself as a brawl, and I would I would fucking agree yeah. with that. It is a brawl. That's what me and my buddy Barry was talking. Scary Barry, my mm-hmm. man, by the way. That's mm-hmm. who that's who I'm going with right now. He's my he's my boy. Oh, okay, awesome. But um, that's what me and him was talking about. Like you know, like if you go into a boxing ring, like an actual like if you're like a pro boxer, man, that's like you know, ten, twelve, two minute rounds, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Rough and Rowdy kind of it is it is boxing, but it's kind of like its own has its own little niche. Like, like you're not gonna have time to sit there and just jab, jab because no. there's three one minute rounds. So 
you have to figure out a formula to know how to box, but to also put this motherfucker out mm-hmm. quick. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And not, and not get dropped yourself because you're, it's quick. It's high It's pace, quick. Right? No, it is. It no is. No out process, man. Like, if you want to last in rough and rowdy, dude, you got to. You, you got to jump first. Right. Yeah. You have time to, like, sit there and fill somebody out and stuff. You don't. No. No, I and I do love that it is completely amateur. You cannot have professionally fought. You can't have a record. You have to come into this and it kind of evens the playing field a little bit. So, you know, um, you know, like, okay, he doesn't like he's not a professional fighter either, but maybe I've got some shit in me that I'm ready to I'm ready to release. Like, I'm ready to get this out. So Rough and Rowdy 2 is when I first saw you, and oh, it, was, it was 13-second KO. You knocked his fucking mouth guard out. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Thank you. Was he amazing. was a really cool dude, too. He, was, he seemed, uh, he seemed he cool. Was very, very cool. I immediately, like, I didn't know anything about you, but I was like, that name. Like, I love that name. I don't care what this guy does, but... I want to see this shit. And I was just, I was just totally not ready for it. Let me ask you, what does it feel? I've never knocked anyone out. What's it feel like to knock someone out? Mm, it's like the greatest feeling in the world, but uh, it kind of scares me. Like when people like lay, lay there, like it kind of freaks me out a little bit, but there's no better feeling in the world than like getting like a clean punch oh, yeah. on somebody. Like, I don't know, like, me personally, there's just no better feeling in the world than that. Like, mm-hmm. getting that nice punch, man, like, I like it. And you've but, been in, you've been in a few of these, right? You've been in four, I think? Four. Uh, I've been in Rough and Rowdy 2, 5, five eight, 8, and 13. Oh, you were in 12? Yeah. Okay, all right. I might have been stoned when I was watching that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's your, what's your record right now? Well, um, so on pay-per-view, it is three and two, mm-hmm. but off pay-per-view, it is three and three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know on rough and rowdy eight, that Wade did mm-hmm. like, you know, the thing is like he won, but I want to give you props because you fucking went toe to toe with a, a fucking military army vet and you did not back down from wade yeah no would you rematch wade yeah i would yeah i would like to see that rematch and and the thing is and see that's another thing about what's cool about rough and rowdy it's like i don't know how the ufc and all the other people are like the people that like fight in it but everybody rough and rowdy man like it's becoming like a brotherhood like yeah it's like a little family now well, a brotherhood and sisterhood, I should say, because there's, like, chicks that fight in, too. But oh, everybody, yeah. everybody's, like, always re- super cool with each other. Like, like there's never really any beef afterwards. Like, it's mm-hmm. always, and like like I said, like, me and Wade are cool, man. Like, you know, he was talking, he wrapped my hands before my last fight for me. Oh. But Wade, Wade's cool enough, though. Like, me and him have already fought, and, and like, we're cool enough. It's like, oh, okay, well, we got to fight again, you know. Like, I still love you, bro, but I'm still going <laughs> to But I want to whoop like, your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And I know for the last Rough and Rowdy, Rough and Rowdy 13, this one, oh, my God, round two knockout of IE ass. This is, honestly, I say this in all seriousness, this is one of the best knockouts I have seen 
from amateur fighting. This is like this is like in my top three of knockouts. Like it was amazing. Thank you. I know I I did appreciate in the you know you were talking about it being a brotherhood during Rough and Rowdy thirteen because this was this was a pay per view. This was the last one that they had, and even though you won. I immediately saw in your face, like you said, you were worried. You were worried because he was laid down for so long. And I was like, that's a good fighter. That's a good fighter. You could have gloated. You could have, but you, you look genuinely like worried about him. And I, I think that's what I like about Rough and Rowdy is you guys are real people. You guys, you guys are real fucking people. You're not, you're not there. I mean, you are there for, you know, to give a show, but I think you guys are mostly there because you just really like what you're doing. You just really enjoy it. So have you always had, like, this fight inside of you? This, like, desire to fight? Because you were saying you did this when you were a kid, right? Well, so, like, yeah, like, I don't know. Just fighting just came natural to me. (laughs) Fighting with my cousins when I was a kid. And, uh, like, you know, I never really wanted to start anything. But I'm kind of, you know, I ain't no big dude, you know. So it's like getting picked on and stuff like that's like sometimes you gotta learn how to handle yourself against these bigger boys you know what i mean because like because like everybody because like everybody gets picked on bro and like you know people try to use their like size and all that but it's like if you're smaller man like more than likely you can if you if you're trained man you can kick this person's ass bro and no matter how big they are everybody has a weakness oh yeah yeah absolutely i'm i'm about that i don't i i think those moments you know like you're talking about everyone gets picked on those moments make or break people you know um you can either you can either let it define you and you can or you can take it back you can do what you're doing you can you can fucking like empower yourself don't let nobody mess with you dude get that shit right back to them yeah yeah i was a i was i'm a short person i am like 4 11 so i got i've won I got picked on a lot in school for being short, but I don't know, like one, one school trip, we were, we were fucking roller skating and I snapped and I fucking hit this bitch in the face (laughs) with my roller skates and everyone was like, damn, don't mess with Natalie. Like, and that was it. I just needed that one time but like it it was like I'm tired of this shit I don't want to be picked on anymore and so I stood up for myself so that's the closest I've gotten to to knocking someone out and I'll be honest like I really like the sight of blood <laughs> I was like bitch won't mess with me again will she will she oh, no. she never did are there any fighters that you kind of admire and you look up to like in rough and rowdy or just like in general in general uh yeah um, like, uh, I mean, I'm kind of stunned at the moment, um, <laughs> but like Dominique Cruz, like okay. that was I like his footwork and then the way his like, the way he handles himself too. But, mm-hmm. uh, like, and I'm not even saying this. Everybody says I look like Conor McGregor, calls me McGregor one being, I love Conor McGregor, dude. Like, like whenever I first seen him, like, I was like, man, I don't like him being cocky. Oh my God, him, me too. Yes. Yes. but then i seen like he was he was like really about and like yeah that's that's just him like that's just him you know what i mean and like and i watched a lot of his like earlier interviews and stuff and like the way his mind like thinks about like just martial arts like yeah it just relates to me so much we have like the same view like on the way that um like we view martial arts and stuff you know what i mean so i love conor mcgregor bro he's very <laughs> he's very locked in like the first 
time I was watching him, I felt the same way. I was like, ugh, he's so cocky. Like, what, what is this act? But I realized, like, he, for the most part, he backs it up. Like, he backs exactly. it up. So I'm like, yeah, I guess he, I guess he fucking earned it. Like, he, he knows it. And I love hearing him talk about fighting because I wouldn't think about the shit that he talks about. Like, when he talks about how he trains and how he mentally gets ready for a fight, I love that. I'm like, yeah, this this is what it takes to be the fucking goat. Like you gotta you gotta lock in. Um, I love John. I love John Jones too. I gotta oh, say. Oh yeah, I I'm not a huge fan of John Jones. Like he's kind of grown on me. I really like Max Holloway. Do you like Max? Oh dude, I love Max Holloway. Oh, I fucking dude, love, I love Max, Max Holloway. Man. He's so he's so sweet. I love. I just he seems like a nice person. And see, that's the thing is like if you're genuine, that's the thing about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could give people that are coming into rough and rowdy some advice. Like well, everybody's their self, you know, and like I don't know, bro, just just be yourself, dude. Just, mm-hmm. just be yeah. yourself, bro, be authentic and people can see that shit. Don't try to be something you ain't. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And that's what I meant. Like I, I also like Amanda Nunes because I feel like she's the same oh, way. Nunes. Yeah. She's not only just one of not only one of the best women, dude, she is one of the best fighters ever, period, bro. Oh, yeah. Like man, yeah. woman, cat, bro. Like it don't matter. <laughs> the lioness is, is the king of the fucking jungle, dude. She she really is. And again, it's one of those things where as a as a spectator, because I would never like I would never I would never do this. I don't know like if I could, but like it's that switch you see in people, even in your fights, you see it. Like you guys get fucking locked in your, you just like something switches in you and you get tuned into it. And it's like, okay, they're on another level. Like they're, they're, they're doing some it's shit. Like crazy. I'm going to watch. It's like the wildest experience you could ever have. You know what I mean? Like it's so crazy. Would you say that it takes, uh, it takes grit to get in there? Mm, it, it takes something different. Uh, grit would probably be a decent word to describe it. <laughs> but yeah, it takes, I, I mean, it takes something to get in there. I don't know exactly what the word for, for it is, but man, it, take, it takes something. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> it is crazy. I say grit because I all the sports that I watch, all the football and like, they love being like, oh, you gotta be grit. Yeah, you gotta be grit. And um, I was well, asking I people. Like, like that word. I like the word grit. I was like, what is, I was like, what does grit mean? And like, my friends were like, you'll know it when you see it. And now I'm like, oh shit, that's grit right there. And they're like, yes, you get it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, she's like got grit. Yeah, it's just that nasty, it's that nasty little like devil inside you that you just use to push through everything. Yeah, man, I think a lot of it is, I think like if you can learn how to harness your fear and like make it work for you dude i think that's what has a lot to do with it too you know what i mean because that's the like that's the one thing like i've been trying to grow mentally here lately and like emotionally i've been trying just to grow all around and that's one thing i've been letting go of is like fear like not being able to like you know like not be not try don't think ahead and think about all the what ifs and stuff just kind of be more in the present in that moment and mm-hmm. control what you can you know what i mean like control yourself bro yep. that's like the only thing in this life that you really can control dude that's true you know? i so. mean it sounds silly and we say this on the podcast too but 
you can't, you really can't. Like people who get stressed and get anxiety, worrying about what they're going to do tomorrow, what work's going to be like, how much money they're going to have. Yeah, you can't like, it's, you just like, you can, you can spend all fucking night worrying about it. But at the end of the day, you won't know what's going to happen until you get there. You just, that's it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No. How long have you had this podcast? We've been going on for uh, a little over a year now. So we're, yeah, we're, we love it. We get to talk to cool people like you. We get to get stoned. We get to, we get to just fucking talk about whatever, whatever we want. Yeah. I've been been showing all my buddies. I was like, dude, it's like these stoner (laughs) chicks. I was like, this podcast stone social, bro. What's up? I was like, like these stoner chicks, bro. It's like, they're all about like cats. I've seen a football, like, like, okay, some sports and stuff and bud, man. Like, yeah. I am, I'm a huge, I'm a huge tomboy. I grew up wishing I was a boy. So I think I've kind of just like, I, I wanted, I wanted to pee standing up. I wanted to, and my dad raised me like I was a boy. So for the most part, I, this is why I love fighting and boxing and, and shit like this. Yeah. <laughs> now just to pivot for a, a moment. Cause I, I love what you said about, you know, trying to personally grow. And because I was doing some more research before I talked to you today, I went back and watched the old Rough and Rowdy, the first one I saw you in. And I absolutely see a difference in Rough and Rowdy 2 Shizat and Rough and Rowdy 13 Shizat. Like, I definitely see that you have you have evolved. You are still evolving. What's some things you've done? Because I know you said you were trying to let go of fear. And I think that's important. You cannot, you can't be scared to get hit if you're getting in the ring. You can't think about what's, no. what you just gotta, you just gotta go for it. So what, what's some other things you've been doing to try and get right for this? Um, Like just narrowing down my focus, like just completely focusing on myself. And uh, I've been working on cardio a lot more, and I'm like, stop. I'm just believing in myself more, it, pretty much. And I'm not letting negative things affect me anymore because that takes away my energy, and I can't afford to waste energy leading up to this, man. You gotta be, you gotta have a really good mindset going into a fight. Like, you gotta have it for a while, and it's crazy. You'll have ups and downs. Like, you'll think about, like, man, what if this happens? What if this happens? But if you put in the work, then you can believe in yourself. And that's what I've been doing. So I've just been working, man. I've just been doing, just, <laughs> I just been, I'm gonna train my. I'm telling y'all, I'm training, I'm training my ass off for this. It shows. Time. It shows. Like it shows. Like whatever you're doing is working. So keep fucking doing it. Like whatever you've been doing. Again, like that knockout in Rough and Rowdy 13. I leapt off the couch i was screaming at the tv i'm sure my neighbors were like what the fuck like we were we were stoned we were waiting for it we watched for the jose canseco scam fight and as soon as you fought i was like i don't care what happens after this i was like that was worth it i was like that knockout made the pay-per-view for me like everyone was with me and i was like i was like dude i don't care what happens after this i got my money's worth like that was that was just I, it was unexpected. It was it was unexpected. It was exhilarating, as they say. Yeah, it felt good, and that's what I'm saying. Is I like make I like making people feel something, man. I like, I like entertaining people, dude. It makes me feel good, making other people feel something good. You know what I mean? You found you found your niche, man. Like this is this looks good on you. Like I'm I'm so excited to see where you where you go with this. Um, yeah, that's what I'm, dude, it's only it's only been like three years. And mm-hmm. you're in, now look like you know what i mean like i got my shiz gear 
I know. I, mean? like, I know. Like, uh, like I've had this vision since I was like 14 years old. You know what I mean? And like, it's I like seeing it like, like unfold. Take, yeah, I, I like seeing it. And it's like literally the law of attraction, which is what McGregor talks about in one yeah. of his earlier. He talks about the law of attraction, and, and man, that's that's true, man. If you think oh, it, yeah. if you it, think it and believe it and visualize it so much that at, at one point the opportunity is going to come, and the thing is, you have to take, take that opportunity. But you will th- literally think it into existence. I feel like, yeah. like whatever you want to do, you know. I, I'm I'm a huge believer of the law of attraction. You know, I do believe that whatever you want, it's already out there for you. It's it's already a reality. If you want it, it's there. It's just up to you to get it. You have to really trust in that things are going to work out. You really have to believe in yourself, yeah. even when it fucking looks like, all right, this is not working out. You have to really believe because those moments when you're like, I want to give up. That is the very moments you need to be keyed in and really be like, look, I want it like full circle. Like I want it. It's mine. It's already mine. And I know a lot of some of the greatest athletes talk about visualizing. I know the basketball players visualize their shots and things before they take them. Your mind actually scientifically they've shown doesn't know the difference between a fantasy and reality so when you envision something in your mind the same neurons fire in your brain as if you'd actually done it so so once you visualize something your mind already is like oh yeah i've done this it doesn't know that you haven't so your subconscious starts trying to fill in the gap of how to make it real because it thinks it already is real and so that's that's some shit i learned about the law of attraction so I'm I'm a huge believer in it. Huge believer. All right. So normally when we have a guest on Shane, we ask them to play Weed Talks with us. And it is a, quote, stimulating stoner conversation website. It literally is just conversation starters. You can go to the website, wetalks.io, and you can submit questions, or you can go there and play it when you're stoned, which is what you and I are going to do today. So the only rules, there's no winning, there's no losing. The only rule is when it's your turn, answer the question honestly. So we're going to answer the same questions and just answer completely honestly. That's it. Cool. You ready? Oh, I'm ready to go. All right. So here's here's the first question. What is the one thing you miss about being a kid? Mm, man, probably like your imagination. Like Oh shit, man. Like yeah. I don't know. You could I could like be I could go in a closet and it's like a it's like a mystical like fairyland, you know what I mean? Like kinda kinda hard to do that when you're twenty eight years old. It's not, <laughs> I don't really accept it anymore. <laughs> It should be. It should be. But yeah, <laughs> I don't think I had a great imagination when I'm like when I was a kid. I was I was such a little realist. I would break other kids' dreams and shit. I'd be like, you know, there's no Santa. You know, there's no fucking tooth fairy. So my my sister had the imagination. She had like an imaginary friend and shit, but not me. So I think what I would miss about being a kid is just the the ability to do things without getting in trouble like 
there's so much shit you can do now where you'll get in trouble. You know, you and I were just talking about driving and you being like, well, this, this fucking traffic is crazy and people are getting mad at me. Kids don't know about that. Kids sit in the backseat of cars and the most, they have no idea what's going on. I miss not being aware of so much. Like just that innocence was good. Okay. You ready for the next question? Oh yeah. Okay, if you want me to answer one first, let me know and I, I will. Okay, yeah. this question is, you wake up and you are the only person left on earth. What are some of the first things that you would do? Oh, shit. Well, you got it. Huh. I mean, first of all, I want to make sure it's real. Like, I would... <laughs> I would want to make sure it was real and I'd want to find out what happened. Like that would be my main, my first thing would be like, what the fuck happened? That would probably, what was the question again? <laughs> you wake up and you're the only person left on earth. What are some of the first things okay. that you would do? So I'm going to check my phone. I'm going to get on Instagram. I'm going to immediately jump online and see, <laughs> and see what's happening. Okay, so what? How long does it take me till I realize I'm the last person? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. That's my fear about a zombie apocalypse or some kind of infection or something. You know, like in the movies, I'm very worried that I'm not going to realize it's just me. Mm. So I'd probably try to find other people, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, that'd probably be a, that'd probably be a good uh, man- maneuver. That'd probably be a smart plan of action. Um, once I realize that I'm the last person on earth, I'm probably going to find some really good bud and, <laughs> I, and I'm probably going to smoke and, and be like, okay, so what the fuck is really going on now? <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be hard for me to grasp that. Like it's real. You know what I mean? And there's not going to be anyone there to convince me that it's real that's what i'm saying dude i mean like going crazy man yeah that'd be trippy as fuck yeah i've i've had some trips man i've done some drugs and that is one of my fears is that i'm going to not be able to tell when i'm like no longer tripping and i'm back in reality that is very that's a very who the fuck put that question in here <laughs> for real that person i mean it's a that's a hell of a question though okay the next question is you've been granted one wish what do you ask for mm-hmm. one wish mm-hmm. mm. i've thought about this question many many a time um, and I, i'm assuming you can't ask for another wish because obviously that's what everyone would do just ask for infinite wishes or whatever so let's just actually, assume- I've never thought of that before. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. If, if a genie, yeah, if a genie comes to me and is like, you got three wishes, my first one is going to be, like, infinite wishes. Or, because, yeah, they normally say you can't do that. So, then, you know. not, not this, not this time, but I usually think, okay, if a genie tells me I can't do that, then my next wish is going to be to pull out a hundred dollar bill every time I reach my pocket or a $20 bill because hundreds are hard to spend, but $20 every time I reach into my pockets, every time. 
dude, one of my one of my wishes, like I thought about this, and like w- one of my wishes, I don't know if it'd be if I only had one wish, I'm. It's kind of hard to think of, like. I know, I know. If, if I had three wishes, if I had three wishes, one of those wishes is going to be able to reach into my pocket and pull out some bud anytime I need it. <laughs> and eighth at all times. <laughs> I like the way you think, Shane. Why the fuck didn't I think? Well, I've got twenty dollars, so I feel like I'll be able to lock yeah, some shit down. You could cut out the middle. I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, that's be, a good wish. Damn. Wish reaching my pockets as well. What if what if your what if your wish was you reach into your pockets and and money? What if one what if what if it was like the left pocket is bud and the right (laughs) twenties? Okay, see, (laughs) I think that's a loophole. Yeah, fuck them. They didn't say we couldn't do that. Oh well, we did it. Boom. Okay, this next question. I like this. If you could eat only one pizza topping for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Mushrooms. What? Mushrooms? Oh, yeah. Not even pepperonis? No. Hmm. Dang. What pizza topping? What? Why'd you pick mushroom? You knew that. You were like, boom. Is that your go-to pizza topping? Oh, yeah. Dude, I love mushrooms. Like... I I go through this like whenever I order a pizza and they're like it's basically what you're asking me it's like you have the dude's like okay you want three toppings and it's like you know am I gonna am I and the thing is like am I gonna spend you know like an extra like three dollars on this like one mm-hmm. topping or am I just gonna mm-hmm. go with the deal with me so then mm-hmm. I'm like okay it's like three toppings and then I have to uh, you know what I'll just get two and then if I'm gonna <laughs> get two I'm getting mushrooms are gonna be one of if I can only get one it's gonna be shrooms wow. Wow, I appreciate the boldness in that. I'm, you know, I'm one of those people who I like trying any pizza topping. Like, I will try any crazy pizza topping. I don't even care that much about pepperoni pizza topping. I would probably do green olives. I really, I really like green olives on pizza. Not black olives. Green olives because they're salty. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd probably do because I could take or leave pepperoni. I know, I know that's like a classic. And please, if you're listening, don't fucking write me an email telling me about how amazing pepperoni pizza is. I know, but you're don't wrong. Do it. We've heard it before. We've <laughs> all heard it before. Yeah, you're basic. You a basic bitch. If you if you choose pepperoni, you basic. That's how it works. All right. We're no, we're not basic bitches here. My next question is is easy. This one came up and it just said beach or mountain. Oh, dude, I th- w- w- dude, did I get stoned and fucking write write y'all a bunch of questions to ask one night or something? Because whoever this person is is like they're ask they're like asking all the questions that I think about. And it's like nine thirty seven in the morning. <laughs> so, uh, dude, damn, dude, I gotta pick mountains. I'm a mountain boy. But mm-hmm, uh, I have mm-hmm. to say, I do have a soft spot in my heart for a beach. I won't lie about it. Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a beach bunny. Like, I, the mountains are pretty, like, pretty to look at, but I don't like climbing. And it's usually cold where mountains are, so I'm going with beach. That's what I'm saying. It's too, that's what I'm saying. They're so, it's like, mm-hmm. they're so completely different, man. That's like, 
that's one thing I love about it, dude. It's like, cause like where I grew up at in Tennessee, man, it's like Coca Creek is like nothing but mountains, like for it's real. It's so pretty. Like, it's beautiful though. Like it oh, is beautiful. It's so, it's so chill. It has a it has a chill, and like a beach has its own kind of chill mm-hmm. too. And I, mm-hmm. I love both of them. But if I had to pick, man, I'm a mountain boy in my heart, man. I love the mountains, dude. You can go out <laughs> in the woods, dude. You can just be free, be by yourself. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just it's just really chill. That's how I feel about the beach. I am one of those people who, when I go to the beach, I go as far as I can go in the water. I love swimming. I love the ocean. I grew up always just an hour or less from the beach. And for me, I, like, I used to, we, we had a swimming pool growing up. I used to sleep in my swimming pool. I used to have a fucking bed float. And I would sleep in the pool. And my friends would come over late at night and be like, hey, you sleeping in the pool now? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I just... I love water. Like, I'm not scared. People are always like, it's dark. You can't see anything. Like, you can never see anything. Like, <laughs> you just tricked yourself into thinking you could. So I'm going beach. But I, I like that you picked mountain. I like that you stay true to yourself. Well, see, like, I grew up on, uh, it's called Pondview Fish Farm. There's, like, eight ponds at my house, too. You know what I mean? It's something my papa used to do. So, like, so like I grew up swimming. Like, I got thrown in the pond when I was, like, four years old. Like, you better swim. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. That's a that's a joke. That's a joke. It's like, I I mean I I, I had kind of had the same experience. I think that's why I have no fear of water. Is when we got our pool installed, we had an in ground pool installed, and we watched the guys install it at our house. And I tried to tell my parents that they were filling it up, and they were like, Nah, it's it's too the it's got done too quick. There's no way it's finished. And it was done. And I ran out and I just fucking jumped in 10 feet of water, not knowing how to swim. I was five. And they were like, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> they were they were very pissed off. But from then on, I, like I they were like, you got to get swimming lessons. And I just it's it's just me. I love water. I love everything to do with water. Uh, dude, I'm like a, I'm like a freaking dolphin in the water. Like I love swimming. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. We got our next question. Would you rather be a millionaire by winning the lottery or by working 100 hours a week? Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, <sighs> uh, that's going to be a pretty easy one. Um, <laughs> definitely by just fucking doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Don't get me wrong, man. I like to take pride... And working, I like, I like being a, a good working man, but damn, dude, if I hit a million dollars on a lottery, fuck yeah, I'm taking it. I ain't feeling bad about it. I, like, I, I probably should say the lottery, but I've read, I've been very fascinated by the lottery and by luck and, and die and things like that. And I've heard so many stories about people when they win the lottery about having such a large sum of money and how most people who win the lottery within three years of them winning like major like hundred million dollars they they lost like the majority of it because they just they squandered it. I see that is that's a good point, man. Like, and then people are gonna be fucking asking you for money. You gotta you gotta remember that people are gonna be asking you. People are gonna come out of the woodwork like Shane, what's up? Hook me up. You have so many friends and family when you win the lottery. I swear. The the thing is though is like if I won the lottery, like I know myself and I feel like 
I'll, I could get it gone really quick. Like, I feel like it wouldn't mm-hmm. last long. But, mm-hmm. but the thing is, I want to give it to, like, my family and friends. I want to give it to people. Like, mm-hmm. That's nice of you. I'm buying an island. I've already I've already told myself that. <laughs> if I fucking well, that's, the first thing I'm that's, doing that's, is buying an island. If I got some money left over, if I got some money left over, fuck yeah, I'm buying an island. <laughs> hopefully, you'd invite me, hopefully, you'd invite me to your island. Oh, yeah. If I can't buy an island, because I know people, you know, I've gotten into this discussion with some friends before, and they're like, but what if you can't afford it? I'm going to buy an airlines, because I love traveling, and if I can have free flights anywhere, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I've never been on a plane. you never been on a plane? No. That's wild. Never. That's wild. We're going to change that. We're, we'll figure it out. We're going to get you in the air. Get you airborne. It's trippy. Dude, I, dude, I don't know if I want to go. I don't really like heights, and I don't really like planes, but, you know, everyone's like, oh, planes are safer than than riding your car. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm driving. No, exactly. It's like, dude, yeah, that, but that's a car. Like, whenever a plane's going down, that's going to be done. really, like, Parks aren't good, obviously, but yeah. it's like holy. Fuck. Yeah, right? like my survival. What's the survival rate? If the plane goes, it's like almost definitely. But if I get in an accident, I'm probably gonna walk away from it. So, and I don't, I don't trust these pilots like that. I don't know, like. Mm-mm. So okay, I'm gonna switch my answer. I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna win the fucking lottery. I'm gonna buy my island, or I'm going to buy an airline. Damn right. That's it. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Next question. What's your favorite cartoon character and why? Mm, my favorite cartoon. Mm. Um, favorite cartoon character. Holy shit, dude. I, I can so tell many. you mine. I don't yeah. mind. Yes, please. Please. Okay. Mm, I mean, like, this is kind of lame, but it's the first thing I thought of, so I'm going to go with it. Is it's Buttercup from Powerpuff Girls because she's just a bad bitch. Like she like don't fuck with her. Always, I kind of had a little crush on her for some reason. She's like <laughs> she's tough. Like, mean. Yeah. She was, I kind of I was like, you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. like kind of crush on her. Bubbles. Bubbles was my girl though, man. Like oh, Bubbles yeah. is so cute. Yeah, she's sweet. I've never been a sweet girl, so I was like. <laughs> I was like, I identify with bubbles. I I will wreck you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Um, if uh, I'm probably gonna pick uh Dexter from Dexter's Lab. Nice, nice. I like that. I like that. I like well, Dexter. Uh, well, I wish maybe. he wasn't so anal, but. Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe and see, I'm like. I just love Dexter's Lab, but um, like maybe uh, maybe even the skunk like Pepe Le Pew, you know. <laughs> he was a total ladies man, total, <laughs> total ladies skunk. Okay, yeah. last last question. I and I this is perfect because I was gonna ask you about this anyway. But the question is, do you have any tattoos? Uh, yeah, I have four. I actually recently just got a new one. Yes, tell me about the new tattoo. Because I was going to ask you, and then this came up anyway, so. Perfect. Yeah, um, so this chick that I came in contact with, her name is Ashlyn Heather. Uh, mm-hmm. She works Top Line Apparel, 
and whenever she did like my shirts and stuff for me like the logo from it like it was cool because we like worked on it together a little bit you mm-hmm. know what i mean like like i sent her some like she drew something out and i was like well okay well let me send you some stuff kind of like we'll see where i'm at i sent her some mm-hmm. stuff and it, it was cool watching it evolve dude like it literally evolved like over like a week and then she came up she's like let me work on it and let me get you something and she sent me this dude and i just thought i was like dude that is so sick it's it's a sick tattoo if you guys want to see it go to shane's instagram he has this amazing like this is dedication i said that when you posted i was like that's fucking hardcore i was like you're in it to win it i love it it's i'm not i'm not even describing just go look at it go to instagram and look at it like i've always wanted like boxing gloves on me or something Mm -hmm. and like like i almost was gonna get like the chinese cat you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I, was thinking, uh-huh. I was thinking about getting it with boxing gloves, but like this chick, like you know, she just she just nailed it, dude. I just think it's like it's so perfect. sick. It's perfect. I love it. So you have any? I do. I I was gonna say I've got uh, five tattoos, and um, I'm I'm re- I really want a quarter sleeve, but now you know pandemic and shit. I don't know about it, but yeah. I love tattoos. I love the adrenaline rush you get from tattoos. Yeah. I know yeah. that sounds dumb, but like I, it's I don't oh, know. I'm a, I'm an I'm an adrenaline junkie. I've gone like bungee jumping, skydiving. Like give it to me, I'll try it once. Um, and tattoos yeah. kind of feed that need. So I'm you've been skydiving. I've been skydiving twice, and I fucking hate heights. I hate heights. I thought, oh, this will help me get over my fear. No, no, it didn't. Mm-mm. <laughs> stupid stupid idea the first time I passed out on like I passed out on the way down because I was just I just screamed and then I passed out so that's why I did a second time I was like don't be a little bitch and pass out this time you literally passed out like I passed out yes yes what yes and the person who because when you do your first jump you have to have a certified person with you and so they had to pull they had to pull the cord because I passed out and I only I only woke up as we were just getting ready to like land and I was like oh and like it was it was embarrassing so that's why I went the second time dude that would have been scary as shit yeah it was stupid like I again I for some reason thought this was going to help me get over my fear heights but no it didn't didn't help didn't help at all I feel like it would have made mine worse <laughs> yeah yeah I yeah I should have thought about that more <laughs> there's few things I regret in my life but so usually we do a segment called Munchie of the week but when we have a guest on we always ask them what their favorite munchie is so let us know what your favorite munchie is Shane what do you like to fucking munch on when you're stoned um, well, I, the other, I create, I create a lot of stuff on my yes, own. Yes, yes, um, yes. But yes. the other day, like uh, a few days ago, um, I went to the cabinet and I seen flaming, uh, hot dill pickle chips and mm-hmm. I bought some, I bought those and I like bought some cheeses and Ooh. it was like, I was like combining them. Like I was like laying in the bed and I was like, eat, like take a handful <laughs> of chips and then like, mixed in the cheese it's like and it was like the greatest thing ever <laughs> i those flaming hot pickle chips i've been seeing them but i haven't had them are they good should i buy them they 
Uh, well, I'll just say this. They're my favorite chip ever. Oh, shit. Ever. ever. I'm... I'm local. I'm local to DC. So my favorite chip has to be Old Bay. Like I am all about that crab seasoning on anything. I've never even heard of that chip. You need to get you need to get Old Bay seasoning while you're down here. Yeah. I love Old Bay. Yeah, they do. They do some good Old Bay chips. So get them. Try them. I like it. If I see those pickled chips now, those flaming hot ones, I'm going to try them. Oh, get some. Do you like salt? Do you like salt and vinegar chips? Hell yeah. Okay, well, then you're going to, like, I love salt and vinegar chips, too. And, like, dude, you're going to love these. Sweet. I'm I'm excited for these. Now, Shane, we're going we're gonna to wrap up. So I think I want you to tell everyone, because I think you're going to be on the next Rough and Rowdy. Are you going to be on the next one? Are you going to be on 14? Yes, yes, I am. I'm so, fi- I, and I just got word who I'm fighting. Um, I'm fighting... Man bear pig, Ryan. Oh gosh, you're fighting man bear pig. Okay, well, what by the time this airs, we'll know that you you beat man bear pig, and I'm gonna watch it. I'm putting this out there into the universe. I know you are too. You're gonna beat man bear pig, and this is me saying congratulations on your win. Thanks from I'm for from the future. Yeah, tell everyone. Go ahead. I said that's gonna be trippy, like hearing this, like in the like future, and it's like past, like. Yeah, Con- congratulations! I'm saying it now. Congratulations when it happens. I'll I'm send you give, another congratulations. I'm gonna give myself, my future self, a. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something to my future self. Hey, oh, yeah. good job, bro. Good job, good job, Shane. You stuck with it. You visualized it. You fucking made it happen. You're amazing. Tell people where they can get this shiz gear, where they can find you online, where they can hang out, watch your awesome live Instagram live chats, all of that. Lay out your deets for everyone. Oh, well, uh, shiz gear is the hardest thing on the market right now. I mean, yeah, it is. I haven't seen it in in clothing in clothing lines um, at Walmart. Then you're not going to Walmart. Um, that was supposed to be like a joke. <laughs> I'm getting a, I'm I'm waiting on a beanie. So like once I get a beanie, I'm gonna take oh, a selfie with it. Yeah. Um just go into my Instagram. Uh it's in my link. It's top line apparel. Um we got hoodies, we got shirts, we got beanies, we got sweats, we got everything y'all need. Got everything. And what's your Instagram name for people who want to follow you? Shizat the Rizat. And it's um you'll see my boxing picture. I have two instagrams with ones like old but like the, you'll see it she's at the riz at and it's got it's got me boxing and stuff you'll see it yeah it's she's at dot the riz at and yep. i will make sure to put links in that so you guys can find it and congratulate shane for the amazing win he had against man bear pig i know you're gonna want to do that thank you i appreciate it Well, Shane, thank you so much for hanging out and being on with us. I had a great time. Guys, if you're listening to this, you know where you can find us. We're always on Instagram at Stoned in Social. You can hit us up old school through Gmail at stonedinsocial at gmail.com. Send us your pics of cannabis. Send us your pics of munchie. Send us your pics of whatever it is you like. You know, we love you guys and we appreciate you. And we will see you next season. Don't forget, guys. Namaste. Fucking stoned. Bye.